Welcome to Box Sprays and Bundles, where every episode you will get a three-strand twist of authenticity, motivation, and relatability. Hey, y'all. <laughs> How are you, ladies? I'm doing great. <laughs> I feel like I'm always negative Nancy, but it's a lot going on. It's just, it's just a lot, but I'm okay. That's it's definitely... You you have you have a reason for saying what you're saying. I, I I feel like I'm actually having like a really good I don't know, I guess I'm in like a really good point in my life. Nothing major has really changed for me. <laughs> but I guess I'm I have a new outlook on life. Nothing's going on. I like people are probably they're gonna be like, uh what is going on with you? Nothing. nothing much how are you been Jericho Uh, I'm kind of in Tracy's boat just it's a lot going on over here just day to day making it man we gonna have (laughs) we gonna have a good fall okay so (laughs) putting that we're gonna end 2021 on a high note you know what I was telling somebody, um, I think it was yesterday, I was telling somebody like 2021 for me has been significantly worse than 2020. Like 2020 was bad because 2020 was bad, right? So like COVID happened, it was a shock and it was just everybody was going through this like bad time. Everything was being lost, we were being shut in, whatever. But 2021, just like the struggle of like trying to get back to that place before the pandemic happened, but still being in a pandemic, still like not achieving goals, I guess, that you set for yourself in 2020 because everything's still shitty. I guess 2021 has been uh, more of a testament to my faith. (laughs) It's caused me to try... Um, new means of like coping. Ooh, that <laughs> I've discovered new means of coping this year. I feel like my 2020 was like rock bottom. So 2021 mm. has been, I won't say it's been a an amazing year, but it, it was way better than 2020 was for me but at the same time I kind of feel like life was like okay girl like you didn't have your little fun uh, summer was hot for you uh, let's get serious I'm gonna throw this at you and 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 I'm over here like we 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 shit I'm getting smacked yeah, 2021 has uh it got you by the <laughs> by the balls, okay? It's always me. It's always me, I'm telling you. I always say I I live in a, a reality show. Like my life is for sure loving hip hop. Well, I don't know who I was in a past life, but that bitch was evil and I am reaping all of her karma. I can see that you're Virgo, so 
I can see that. With you being a Virgo, I can definitely see you being evil in the past. First of all. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not what that is. Mm-hmm. No. Definitely. No. So today, I wanted to kind of discuss some things that have been coming up frequently, I would say, for me, with like in the last two weeks. And what those things are is boundaries. My question to y'all is, how do you create your boundaries? What do what does that look like for y'all? And how do you enforce them? So like with career, friends, relationships, family, because for me, they're different for all of those. <laughs> what does that look like for y'all? Like you said, it's kind of different for any and everybody. Um, what my boundaries looks like, but I think that's I think that's for everybody. Like there's certain things I can do with certain people, and certain things like how dare you have the audacity to think you can speak to me that way. I use an example at work, like me and one of my good coworkers, or like Kiki, and nobody was around. And it was like, bitch, like. We talk to each other like that because we're on that level. And then a new person came around and she tried to sneak like a bitch in there. And I was like, hold on. We, we you are not, we're not there yet. Like I, I need to do better with not apologizing when I'm setting a boundary for myself. Because mm-hmm. I do have the tendency to be like, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, could you not? Instead of just saying like, hey, like, no. That's not cool. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like with my friends, especially my close my close friends, I'm a wide open book. Like I probably tell y'all too much information to where y'all be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, like most of my close friends, hell, all of my close friends, I've known more than half my life. So at this point, I don't know. There, there's not really a boundary there. I'm gonna tell you any and everything. What is it like? between you and your parents though like how easy for you is it to create boundaries with them versus like your boyfriend or like me well my mm, we can get deep (laughs) with my parents um Mm -hmm. me and my parents were never really super close and open with each other growing up I have a very much sleeping under the rug family when it comes to anything anything period um if things get awkward we just don't talk about it so with them I've never really the boundaries just like we just don't talk about like anything besides the general like hey what you've been up to yada 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 but as far as like the way I share with my close friends I would never have those conversations with my parents I can't it's we just don't have that relationship I was going to say, it's the, to- it's the complete opposite for me um, with, with well, with my mom. Um, I was going to say that. I, promise, I, I, say I probably, she knows different. more than anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. I call her, we talk like she literally just called me. If y'all heard the vibration, that was her. Um, but we talk about any and everything. And I think, you know, because she has to, I, it's me and my sister 
Um, and because she's had two girls and she's been through stuff. And so she just, she um, is an open book, but she's also like the person that's like, okay, well, what you going to do about it? It's your decision. You know, like I can solicit advice, but it's ultimately your decision. And so whatever you decide, I'm going to rock with it, you know. And then as far as with me at work, <laughs> my boundary is shutting my door. And it's like, not, don't come in. Like I have, there's one lady on my team and she like bitches and complains about everything. And she'll go <laughs> to everybody's room and bitch and complain about everything. But she knows not to come <laughs> in my room because I don't have time for that. Like I'm here to teach the littles and get out of here. Like don't even come here. So for me, my boundary, the way I get, I guess it's like a unspoken thing is like, I just kind of close the door or I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't really set them like with the people. I just kind of cut it off. I don't know. Maybe that's a Capricorn thing. <laughs> mm, mm. I can, I can definitely relate with that. Okay. So for me, it's a whole thing. So growing up, I did not have a voice at all. There was no, ah, there was no, you couldn't express sadness even in my house. If something happened or if a decision was made and you were sad about it, you were getting cussed out. Like I will never forget, um, I had to move to Houston the year before, um, the summer before my senior year of high school. And I was devastated because, you know, I that's your senior year. You don't want to go into your senior year in another school, let alone another city. I was crying. Like, I, I, I was crying about it. And I got cussed out, y'all. Like, <laughs> my mama cussed me smooth out. I was taught from a very young age that kind of what you feel don't matter what you feel don't matter so when you're taught that or when that's something that you abide by from a young age to your 18 like it's hard to break out of that so I allowed a lot of things to happen to me for a long time up until recently and I feel like now that I have created boundaries in my life I feel like I'm a terrorist to everybody. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm such an asshole to everyone. I'm such a bitch to everyone. But I don't know how to balance it. For example, well, in some areas in my life, I haven't figured it out in others. With my husband, I feel like I can be too abrasive when it comes to what I don't want or what I don't like. To where I get like fiery bad, like don't touch me, like you know, like mm -hmm. that type of stuff. With my family, I literally just called my grandparents and went completely off <laughs> because of a situation. Now, they were in the wrong, they were in the absolute wrong, but I feel like since I found my voice, it's really like. It's really, really intense now. And I don't know how to bring that back down because bringing it back down for me feels like how it felt when I was growing up. 
Mm-hmm. So it's really, really, it's been really, really hard for me. Now, in my friendships, it's essentially the same because um, I'm in a sorority. So I have a whole different side of or a whole different bunch of of friends or relationships. I'm not going to say friends, relationships that are managed differently. So with them, I think it also is more of a an abrasive situation versus like my day ones who I would never come at like that. <laughs> or I would never like be that um, aggressive with. I don't know. I, and I don't know why it's like that. And then like where I haven't figured that out yet and where I would love to figure it out is in my career. Yeah, my husband just walked in here and threw off the whole vibe of everything I was saying. So I've literally edited out like tons <laughs> of seconds <laughs> because of him. Uh, what I was saying is I would love to have boundaries with work because I feel like people keep trying me there and they try you there because they know that you, you know, you need them or you need the the money or whatever. But I would really love to figure out how to create a boundary at work without losing my job. May I interject? Mm-hmm. So last year in like the worst part of my life of 2020, I learned how to set a boundary with my superiors at work. Um, Before this moment, there was a time where I would never tell my boss, no, you need me to pick up a shift. Cool. I got it. I'm off. I ain't doing nothing. We in the house anyway, might as well make money. Like I would legit get off at 1230 AM and they wanted me back at 6 AM and I would do it. Mind you, I had a 40 minute drive to and from work. That doesn't account for like showering and getting to bed and then getting up and getting there, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I had a little medical issue last year, had to miss some days of work, came back to work um, and my body still wasn't where it needed to be. So I asked to leave again. I get back home. My boss calls me and she's like, hey, I need you to work tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, nah, like I can't do that for you. And her response was, I know you're going through something right now, but these hours need to be worked. So, Mm -mm. and in my mind, like she, she knew exactly what was happening with me. And the fact that she chose those words after what I call pretending to sympathize with me, because when I had originally returned to work, she had like the sad look on her face. She looked like she was about to cry. She was like, I've been through this as well, blah, blah, blah. And then for her to turn around and say something like that, that's when it kind of like clicked in my mind. Like these jobs don't give a about you. These hours Mm -hmm. just have to get filled. They, they're just interested in covering their own ass basically. And then when I went to HR about it, They made me follow a chain of command, which you're supposed to do. I had to go to her superior before I could speak with HR. But then her superior basically was like, oh, you probably just took it the wrong way. I'm sure that's just like you were emotional because of your illness or whatever you were dealing with. So I'm pretty sure she didn't mean it like that. 
this wasn't a text message or an email that I was reading. Like I heard this come out of her mouth. I heard exactly how she said it. Maybe she didn't mean for it to be said the way she said it, but I didn't misinterpret anything. Her tone was her tone and it was a mm-hmm. up thing that she did. And then her superior ended up just closing the HR case. So mm-hmm. when I couldn't go around and do anything about it at that point, like my answers for everything, if I didn't want to do it, it was a no. Tracy, can you work? Mm-mm. Tracy, can you do this? Mm-mm. No, ma'am. I sure can't. Find somebody else. And if you can't find somebody else, you work it. That's your job as a manager, as a supervisor. Not my problem. You took that role. You figure it out. I mean, and, and, and since then, I've, I've been like that with the other higher ups that I've been under. If I don't want to, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to apologize for it. It's just a straight up no. And that is, that's, that's what it is. For me, I think it's because, for one, I'm in business. So people be trying to be like real crafty in business, right? In any business professions. And then I am working below my skill set right now. So anything that is kind of brought up to my plate, like, oh, hey, why don't you do this? They use it as, well, my manager uses it as I'm giving you development, right? So if you, I can never say that I'm not being developed technically. And one time my manager, she's a black lady and I've sp- spoken about her in the on the podcast previously. She asked me if I want to do something and I said, no, I'm not really into that. Um, I'm not really into that part of HR. It doesn't really interest me. Um, I mean, I will, you know, I will do it because I want to be a team player, but that's not really, you know, where my interest lies. You know what she told me? She like tried to quote unquote break character and was like, you know, well, as a black woman, I just want to come to you and tell you, like, I never want to hear you say, say that again. Like, I never want to hear you say that you like that you don't want to do something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was just like, is she dead ass? Like she's dead ass serious. Like you don't have to take anything, any scraps of whatever, just so somebody can say that they're helping you or they're or they're aiding into your growth or they're aiding in your development. That's all she wants. She wants to be a part of my story. And guess what? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I I really wish that um, I was better at finding boundaries because for me, I go from zero to 100. So it's either I'm like cool about things or I'm not cool about things. And in the past, what Jericho has said um, when it came to like people or friends or whatever if you cross my boundaries, I cut you off. Like I would give like a three strikes and you're out. Because if I ever had to address it, we were going to fight. Like that was like in my mind, in my mind, that was the only way of making sure that you understood that you crossed the boundary. And, and I mean, by that time it was too late. Right. So now I am more open to having conversations like, bro, like, mm, I didn't like the way you did that. Like, don't handle me that way. But um, in the past, it was definitely avoidance. 
And then even with my parents, my parents now, like, I I can have boundaries with them to an extent. My mom is plexi. She always she <laughs> always ready to fight. So I know if I have to bring something up to her to have a boundary, I know it, it might get down to that. But my dad, my dad is really like, y'all, <laughs> <laughs> my relationship with my dad is still developing. It never developed and I'm almost 30 now. And uh, we'll save that for another podcast day. <laughs> another day. It's it, it's coming. We just not there yet. But how do y'all, because y'all are either dating or like in relationships, how do y'all create boundaries like that in relationships? Are you open? Because I was having to talk with my a conversation with another one of my friends over the weekend and we were just talking about like dating and stuff like that her life and she was saying different situations had come up and I was thinking like hell no like I I cannot but I know like when you date or like when you're talking to someone or when you're just now seeing them or whatever it can be difficult to automatically place those boundaries at that time for some people shit (laughs) (laughs) I'll go ahead and jump in again Um, Mm -hmm. so I think it's the Virgo in me and then that coupled with my relationships when I was in my teens it was (laughs) me being a teenager it was kind of me just I don't know if it was me just wanting to be with somebody so I would put up with a lot like I would cry I was a cry and stay ass bitch (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll label it that because like I would I would turn up in somebody's face over some shit that pissed me off but bitch you still here and a nigga did the shit again looking back on teenage Tracy you dumb ass bitch <laughs> so once I had that moment of realization the relationship I'm in now I kind of laid everything out at the beginning I don't like this I don't put up with niggas that do this are you like this Because if you are, we can end this now. I'm very thorough in how I explain what I'm willing to deal with, what I'm not willing to deal with. And us being grown-ass people now, I'm not about to repeat myself to you. Mm. Granted, you do have to teach. I would say you do have to teach people to love you, how to love you, the way you want to be loved, because everybody's love language is different. But... I'm not about to sit here and lay out every single, like, I'm not about to hold your hand in this relationship. Like, you know how to treat somebody you want to be with. I'm very open with my emotions, with what I'm feeling. If he does something that pissed me off, FaceTime me right now. If we're not in person, FaceTime me right now. You did this. It made me feel like this. You said this. Don't appreciate that. Very, like, don't play with me. Um, So I'm very, I'm getting hot. Um, (laughs) I'm very open with speaking exactly how I feel so that there's no gray area. Cause like I said, teenage me, I would go off, but I would also hold a lot of stuff in. So then when I went off, I looked insane. Yeah. So now instead of letting it build up, I tell you exactly how I feel and where you had me up at (laughs) right here in this paragraph. So that you don't do it again. And then if it happens again, we got a major problem because now you're playing with me because you're not stupid. I know you're not stupid. 
And because I explained it so thoroughly, you are playing in my face and you can have a f-ing seat over there away from me. Sorry, that was very passionate. I agree. I think with me, um, my only other relationship, like true, like we're in this other relationship was back when I was in high school. I think I was a junior, senior. So that was the only other relationship that I had. And so just kind of like Tracy, it was like, I get to a point to where if I am uh, like mad or high, it takes me a a while to get mad and upset. But when I'm there, I'm there. Um, And so like now this person is not new. So, but we are navigating like where we are, are now. So we're navigating like kind of how to react to each other, how to talk to one another. Um, Me, I'm not like Tracy. I'm not going to just give it to you straight, but I am going to give it to you. So I think it's just our delivery. Tracy and I's delivery is different, but we (laughs) don't, I still get there. And for me, I'm, I am not afraid to be like, no, or, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not for that. I don't feel that. And it's, it's like I said, he's not a new person, but this is, it feels new because we're still like, we're in totally different places than what we were a couple years ago. And so just trying to figure that out and navigate that. But I think just kind of listening from listening to y'all, listening to Tracy, like just being more upfront and being more like, "Mm -mm, I ain't going to take that and don't take it and just kind of roll with it. And if it doesn't work, then we got to figure something out. Right. I think that I have honestly been more happy in my relationships all relationships, except for work, all relationships <laughs> um, by being assertive and establishing boundaries because I don't have to deal with drama. I deal with way less drama now because people already know how to approach me, how not to approach me. Matter of fact, this situation with my grandparents, they told my husband and they told my husband not to tell me. And my husband told me and I called them and it was like, damn. <laughs> so like people already know what to come with me, come to me with and what not to come to me with. I like that because I get less bullshit to my doorstep and, you know, I'm able to just deal with me and my my emotions and my husband emotion. That's it. Period. That's wild for somebody to ask your husband not to share something with you. Right. So, like that's extreme. Like. Me and this man ain't even married. And people told me to keep the secret. I was like, okay, girl. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no. Like, y'all really thought that, Not the like, right, he the tell me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's, yes, he did right because they was on some, they was really on some bullshit, y'all. So my grandma, my grandma gonna tell me that, oh, yeah, we gonna do Thanksgiving. And then call my husband for his birthday and tell him, oh, yeah, we're going to so-and-so house in Temple for Thanksgiving. Y'all can just come and come with us or whatever. And mm-hmm. I said, no, we cannot. We ain't going to so-and-so wow. house. We're going. We're going to your house because I already I already booked the hotel and I already booked because our anniversary is that week. Mm-hmm. And I already booked everything for it. No, like we either go, go into your house or we ain't coming. And my grandma ain't like that. So. 
<laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I hope that, you know, you guys, the listeners, I hope that y'all have kind of thought about placing boundaries in your life if you haven't done so already. Please. And what that looks like and how that feels for you, what it's going to take for you to place boundaries. But a lot of times when we don't have boundaries in our life and we don't establish those with people, with the people in our life, then, then life just wrecks havoc. It's nice to have you some boundaries. It's not like with, when, when setting boundaries, it's not about like what you say, it's about how you say it, right? Growing up, so cliche, they say it's not It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And it's okay with saying it, but you just got to be mindful like of your delivery and your tone. Sometimes you got to go there, Tracy. <laughs> but I, I, I think most of the times in most situations, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. I can agree with that to an extent. But ultimately, I just say like, Set your boundary and let that be it. Be this firm. is my boundary. I don't need to explain to you why it's a boundary for me. It just is. If they question you about it, I'm going to just look at you like you're stupid. I'm not answering. I don't need to explain a damn thing to anybody. If I said no, the answer is no. And that's it. And that's with anybody. Work. Why can't you come to work tomorrow, Tracy? Because I said no. Right. All I have to let you know is if it's personal or medical. And that's by the contract that I signed. Uh, personal reasons. I won't be there. <laughs> that's it. No. Speaking that on it. that, like, even when I, like, when I take off, I don't even have to tell them anything. I just put it in the, the system and let them know and just tell my, my um, well, I do. I have to tell my assistant principal that we're not, I'm not going to be there. But what, speaking of boundaries, like, but like my team, we have a thread, right? We have a team thread. And when they're absent, like literally, if I show y'all, they just said, hey, such and such, such and such. I'm not going to be here. Like they give me the whole life story. And I want to just be like, bitch, I don't care that you take taking <laughs> your kid to like, I'm sorry that your kid is sick, but I don't care that you're taking. Just say I'm not going to be there so that we have it on our mind that, you know, somebody from the team is not going to be there. But like. Yeah, that's another <laughs> another thing. But I just kind of ignore it. I just look at it. And then so and when I'm not the only person like, uh, I'm sorry, your kid feels sick. I hope you take care and all that. Like, that's just I'm just not going to do that. I have empathy for people. Well, like, I hope your kids feel no, better. Well, whenever they get back, <laughs> I'll, I'll check in and ask. But like sometimes I just be like, oh, that's I don't. Right. it doesn't take your whole life story. You that's know, that's where like, we differ. Don't tell me about little Timmy when you come back to work. I hope he feels better, and that's oh. that. I don't give well, a fuck. Well, see, I just like, oh, okay, how such and such. Okay, all right. <laughs> and go close my door. Turn my laptop on and close my door. I think I I think that'll kick in for us when we have kids, y'all. <laughs> we ain't got no kids, so we don't care. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We no, it doesn't have to be the kids. I just use the kids as a as a <laughs> um, maybe that's what it is. I don't want the kids. We ain't got no kids. I mean, have you ever <laughs> have you ever had somebody ask you or like like in passing, like somebody you're not sitting down and having a conversation with? You'd be like, "How are you doing today?" Or they ask you how you're doing today, and you'd be like, "Nah, that's not good." And then they kind of be like, "Oh." Like they don't know where to go with the conversation yeah. because people truly don't give a f- yeah. and I, I'm sorry. I don't, if I ask you, I do give a f- 
So I won't ask you if I don't. I will say things along the lines of, I hope you feel better Mm -hmm. or get well soon. Yeah, I'm not a person at work that says hi to people. Like, <laughs> I know my coworkers hate that about me, but it's this one lady who was on my team and she was like a lead or whatever. And she moved off my team and she, every now and then she'll, she'll like say hi to me or whatever. But I be wanting to say, girl, you don't have to do that. Like, I never even had a relationship with you. Like, I don't, I wouldn't care. Like, I'm not even mad at you if you don't talk to me no more. Like, cause I haven't been reaching out to you. You ain't even crossed my mind. I just work in an environment where you just, it's its a, supposed to be a friendly environment, so I speak. Yeah, it's a little and different. I have a couple people that I can i can have a, a good conversation with, but other than that, it's Healthcare in pretty hostile. Healthcare is grimy, bro. Let's say everybody's just yeah. burnt out. We all so tired of dealing with bullshit, and that's any part of healthcare, like from the people who clean the floors all the way up to Mm-hmm. The surgeons and doctors, like everybody is irritated. I'll tell you, retail and healthcare will tell you how stupid people are in the world. And that shit will drive mm-hmm. me crazy. And maybe that's another reason why I'm a little more hard, harder than I've been in recent years. Because I'm sick of the bullshit. I went straight from retail to healthcare. So now you just got to straight face people. It's quote unquote Karens in both of those fields of work. People who feel entitled and that like you're just a peon there to do whatever they want you to do. And that's not the case. So my stone face is superb. I will Mm -hmm. let you act a fool right in front of me. And they hate that shit. But that's a boundary for me. You're not going to holler at me and get a reaction out of me. I sit there and make you look stupid or say something like, are you okay? And then they're kind of like, what? Are you okay? I hope I hope your day gets better. <laughs> I work in HR, so I can completely agree. There is no such thing as getting a reaction out of me at work. Good luck. You if if you want to get a reaction out of me, you're gonna have to say my husband's whole name and say I know where y'all live. Like then I'm gonna try to then I'm gonna try to whip your ass. But if you can't do that, <laughs> you ain't gonna get me. Well, that's our show. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Box Braids and Bundles Pod and Twitter at BB and B Pod. And we'll see you back in our chair in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye.